This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word forever. Heavenly Father, as my practices, I decrease so that the greater one on the inside of me can increase. None of me and all of you so that you and you alone will receive all the glory, the honor, the praise, the worship, and the adoration you so richly deserve. This I ask, this I pray in the matchless, most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and by his blood. Heavenly Father, anoint me afresh this night in Jesus' name. Are we ready for our scripture, our core scripture that's come to be known as the DFC anthem? It's found in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Woo-hoo! We get excited about the preached word of God. Ready? Go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Again, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One more time. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When is faith? Faith is always now. Faith is always in the present tense. If it is not now, then it's not faith. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And you can have your seat. I'm excited, excited, excited to be in the house of the Lord again. It is in the house of the Lord that I get my strength. I get my swagger back. I get my joy back. I get the instruction on how to have a godly and an overcoming life in Jesus' name. I want to remind those that are not here that we're practicing all of the CDC protocols, all of the CDC regulations, and we've exceeded every single solitary one of them. We've not had any outbreaks. We've had nothing but joy, peace, and the word of God going forth. We've got hand sanitizing stations. We take your temperature when you come in the door. We are socially distanced. Um, we do everything. We've got air purifying systems. We've we've got Lysol and Clorox. We've done everything that exceeded the protocol so that you will feel safe and secure in the house of the Lord. Walmart doesn't do all of those things, and Target doesn't do all of those things either. But I trust that you will feel secure in the house of the Lord. Let's continue on the lesson that we've been speaking on for the past several weeks. It's a new series that I began about a month or so ago, and the title of the series is The Journey of Faith. The Journey of Faith. God told me to go back and teach the principles and the practicality of faith again. Give us a good reminder. A lot of things that I'm teaching are not things that we've not heard before, but sometimes we have to stir up the active ingredient of our faith. So I've been laying down the ABCs of faith, the building blocks of faith. Ask, believe, confess, demonstrate, expect, forgive, and give. For my lesson on tonight, I'm continuing what we began on Sunday in our sermon title or our discussion for tonight, as it were, is I'm expecting. I'm expecting. I'm expecting. Oh, glory to God in the highest. Our key 
scripture for our series is found in Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7. The Passion Translation reads it this way. In the same way you receive Jesus our Lord and Messiah by faith, continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual roots go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength and encouraged in every way. For you are established in the faith you have absorbed, and you are enriched by your devotion to him, the journey of faith. Ask, believe, confess, demonstrate, expect, forgive, and give. We learned on Sunday that expect, according to the Webster's 1828 edition, comes from the Latin word specto, specto, which means to look at, to look at. It also has reference to the word spectaculum, which means to watch, to observe, to look at, and to See, so when we are in expectation, when we're in a position of expecting, we're looking for. It means to look for. It means to reach for. And let me go even as far as to, to stretch for. Sometimes you got to stretch outside of your regular comfort zone. It means to fix your eyes on, to fix your eyes on, to view, to behold, to look in order to see, to believe that it will happen. And expectation is founded on reasons which render it probable. An expectation is founded. Its basis is on something, a reason that makes it probable. And we know that Jesus is that reason because he is our credible source. When you're expecting, you're excited. I have four children, so I've, I've been expecting more times than, more times than once. And every time that I was expecting, I was so excited about it. And it was something about not knowing, but still believing. Before I ever felt anything, before I even saw anything, I had so much joy and so much excitement. When you're expecting, you you oftentimes tell people that are going to be happy for you. You you tell people that are going to be happy for you. I had a I had TJ, and 13 months later, I had Essence, and then my my next um, pregnancy, I was expecting twins. So everybody. is not going to get excited. How many kids are y'all going to have? As many as we want to have. We can have as many as we want. I can get excited about what God is doing in my life. You don't have to, you don't have to get on board. You don't have to approve it. You don't have to uh, be with me. Just move on out of the way. And don't hamper my excitement. Oftentimes, we go to people that we know are going to be excited for us, not people that are going to be jealous of us or people that are going to rain on your parade or pour water on your fire, but people that will be excited with you. I remember being um, an expected mother and so excited about it. I, the first person I'm calling is my mom. 
then, you know, it's the people that you know that are going to get on board with you. I remember when TJ and Jessica, they have a set of twins just like I do. And I remember they wanted me to go in the room with them. So me, I was in the room with them. And um, Pastor Sherry, Jessica's mom, was in the room when they were doing the ultrasound. And we found out that they had, they were having twins. We were so excited. We started cracking up in the room. We were laughing. What's funny? I don't know. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. When you're excited, it's just funny. You're so excited. And I remember taking my phone out and I was taking videos and pictures of them because their moms were like, huh? Because it was so spectacular. It's something about being in anticipation and being excited when you're expecting. When you're really expecting, you prepare you begin to prepare, and you begin to prepare in all different kinds of ways. We start thinking about baby names. We start, I had a whole list of names, and I was writing first names and middle names and combining names together and trying to create two names out of one. My my deceased husband's name was Timothy, and, and I'm Andrea. I was like, Tamandria, uh, Amethy. I'm just trying, just, I'm so excited. I'm just creating. Just creative juices are flowing. I'm so excited. And it might not make sense to anybody else, but I was excited. And there's something about being in an anticipation and excitement. It gives you joy during the waiting process. You begin to purchase items. You see little things. You start getting information. I remember reading the little book to see how far I am and what should be happening on the inside of my body because I can't feel anything. So I'm reading. I'm getting all the information that I could get. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not unusual. It's not unusual as things get really real when you're expecting, you know that spot when it gets real about expecting that you start saying, am I ready? Am I ready? Can I do this? Ooh, this is real. Uh, am I going to be a good mom? How, how, what am I going to do? How, it, you begin to question yourself. And it's not a matter of questioning from um, a negative perspective but it's so exciting, it's almost like you can't even imagine how life would be. I remember thinking, what is life going to be like having children, being a mom? And it's so amazing. Now, I can't imagine what my life would be like without having those children that I was so excited about and them having children that I'm so excited about. I'm excited when I'm in anticipation and expectation. Have you ever seen that one little pessimistic person? You're excited and you're just smiling because you're in anticipation. And they'd be like, oh, she happy? Look at her. She happy? Yes! I'm happy because God has given me joy. Joy is connected to my expectation. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. There's something about expecting. It's such an excitement. Have you ever been so excited about something that you can hardly sleep? 
or you've been so excited you can hardly eat, or maybe you're going on a vacation. It's three weeks before the vacation. You already start putting stuff in your luggage. You already start buying things. You're imagining the fun that you're going to have. I remember when we did the DFC um, 10-year trip to the Bahamas. We took a cruise, and I remember people were paying money for, I don't know, maybe about a year so that we could go on a trip. We had so much fun. We were in so much expectation. Nobody waited to the day of to try to get a ticket, an airline ticket, or get a cruise ticket. We planned ahead, and we began to prepare with excitement. Years, years ago, uh, the Clark sisters made a song that was so popular. And if I could sing, I would really sing it to you. I can't sing, so I'll read the lyrics to you. That's going to be better for you if I just read the lyrics to you. They said, I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the impossible. I feel the intangible. I see the invisible. I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the impossible. I feel feel the intangible and I see the invisible. The sky is the limit to what I can have. The sky is the limit to what I can have. The sky is the limit to what I can have. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey. Woo, that was my song. And even though that was several years ago, maybe 20, 30 years ago, when that made, they made that song, I remember just singing that song in church, and we would just be rocking, singing that song in church, because it built us up for expectation. I'm expecting a mighty move of God in my life life. Sunday we talked about the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins. They were foolish and and they were they were um what's the word? They were um what is it? They were trifling because they did not prepare. When I read that trifling, it was so hilarious. When you're not an expectation, you're trifling. You're trifling. You've got to be in expectation. And when you're in expectation, you begin to plan effectively. You overplan. Has anybody besides me took too much luggage when you went on a trip? You had three different pairs of shoes from work for one outfit. And all because you were so excited, you begin to over prepare. It's so funny. Um, when it's time, my daughter Essence and my daughter um, Jessica, my spiritual daughter Jasmine, whenever they were going to the hospital to have their babies, do you have the bag? Do you have the bag? What's the purpose of the bag? The baby is coming whether the bag is there or not, but you've prepared. So you want to take the bag that has the little outfits and have all the little things because we get so excited about the manifestation of what we have been expecting. Sometimes when you're expecting, delays come. Delays come when you're expecting, and that's okay because oftentimes with our grown selves, we're like children. 
we don't want to wait and we want everything now and we want quick manifestation but there are times that you have to wait a little a little while and and in the waiting process sometimes it doesn't look like it's going to happen or it's like how long is this going to take and then the devil will always send somebody across your path I thought you were going to get that new car when you going to get the car when you going to get the car when you going to get the car and they just begin to need you don't worry about it Worry about yourself. Just keep watching because I'm expecting a mighty move of God. I found this scripture and I just totally love it. It's Psalm number 42, stanza 6. It says, when my soul is in the dumps, or in other words, when I'm in a delay, when I'm in the process of waiting, I will rehearse everything I know about God. I need to encourage you today that if you're in the process of waiting, begin to rehearse everything you know about God. Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 says, I will stand my watch. I will set myself on the rampart. I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. This is this one. It says, I'm on my watch. I'm looking for something. I'm, I, I'm, I expect something to happen. Remember, expect has reference to looking to see. I'm looking to see God move in my life. It also says, I believe this is uh, the King James Version. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain. Write the vision has reference to write down exactly what you expect. Your vision is your expectation. Your vision is your expectation. Your vision is your expectation. Write your expectation down and make it plain on the tables that he may run who reads it. So when everybody else sees what you're expecting, they get on board with your expectation to make it happen. It says in verse three, for the vision or the expectation is for an appointed time. It's not necessarily when you say it's time, but the time is already set. It's already been established. And because God doesn't dwell in times, he's not worried about it at all. It's for an appointed time, but at the end, it will speak. My expectation will speak, and my expectation will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. For it, because it will surely come and it will not tarry. Behold, the proud his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. Write down your expectation. Write it down. Make it plain. Put it on a vision board. Put the scripture to it. Make it so crystal clear that even your family members get on board with you. Even your friends get on board with you. Even your coworkers and people in the community get on board with you. We begin to set our faith in agreement. When Gabe was about to buy his house, we started agreeing. We started prophesying and we started speaking. We started collecting boxes. You need some furniture. You need some pots and pans. Why? We were in expectation with him and we wanted to push him. Though it tarries, wait on it. Are you listening to me? I looked up this word, wait. I looked up this word, wait. Let me find, let me find where I put 
where I put my definition of wait. Because they that wait upon the Lord. This word wait has really, it's in reference to expectation. When you're waiting, you're expecting. Let me find my definition. I'm going to give it to you. Here it comes. Any second now. Here it is. The dictionary definition of wait is your wait is in a state of repose. A state of repose until something expected happens. So I said, well, what is a state of repose? Repose or a state of repose is a state of peace and tranquility. So while I'm waiting, I'm in expectation. I'm not sleeping. I'm not slumbering. I'm not discouraged. I'm still in expectation, but I've got peace that passes my understanding, that mount guards my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus, I have complete tranquility knowing that my God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask or think. Wait on the Lord. When I'm waiting on the Lord like the wise virgins, I'm still in anticipation. I'm still preparing. I'm still excited, unlike the trifling virgins. When the bridegroom delayed, they became sluggish. They became bored. They went to sleep. God always meets us at our level of expectation. I'm almost over God meets us at our level of expectation. But let me say this. I thought about this as I was driving in. The devil does too. When you don't expect anything, the devil's going to make sure you get that. Nothing. When you expect people to hurt you, the devil is going to meet you at that level of expectation. When you expect to stay broke, when you expect to be sick, when you expect to be brokenhearted, the devil tries to meet you at your level of expectation. When you don't expect nothing, you don't get nothing. Or the devil tries to come with unrealistic expectations. Why? To discourage you. The devil tries to give you misguided expectations or wrong, wrong expectations so that you don't expect anything good. You just expect everybody to hurt you and you build up walls around yourself. Maybe you've done it or maybe you've seen people. They expect everybody because they've been hurt before. They expect everybody else to hurt them. So they begin to erect walls around them. They put walls up, a wall on the side, a wall in the front, a wall behind, and a wall on top. What does that sound like to you? A coffin. The devil wants you to lay down and play dead. But I'm here to tell you, like the Clark sisters, it's time for you to expect miracles. Miracles, according to the dictionary, um, a miracle is an, an effect or an extraordinary event in the physical world that surpasses all human known natural powers and is ascribed to be supernatural in cause. You know, God still performs miracles. A miracle has such an effect 
or an event manifesting or considered to be a work of God. When God does something, people say, and people begin to say, now that was God. That was nothing but God. That was nobody but God. And a miracle is also a wonder or a marvel. A wonder has reference to something that's surprising and astonishing. You got to begin to believe and expect God to astonish you, astonish you. It has reference, wonder again, has reference to the word wonderful or full of wonder. Marvel has reference to something sensational or something exceptional, marvelous. When I got the testimony that 34 student loans were canceled, zero balance, you don't owe us nothing, you're paid in full, and we didn't thrown your credit score way up, I had to stop and begin to dance and praise the Lord. This is the thing. It wasn't even my student loans that were canceled. But this is the thing. When I got excited for that person, then I could believe God for me too. Come on, I can expect God. Faith, my faith is released at the point of my expectation. When I heard what God did for someone else, I know that he is more than able to do the same thing in principle for me. So my faith was released in the name of Jesus. Last point as I close out today. I wanted to read a scripture, but I'll read that on Sunday. Let me say this as I close. Your expectation is connected directly to your joy pump. Begin to pump your joy pump because the joy of the Lord gives you strength. When I'm waiting, I can be encouraged because waiting is nothing but my expectation. I'm expecting God to move in my repose state, in the state of being solidly convinced that God is going to do it, and I have peace that passes my understanding and mount guards my heart and my mind. And all the while, while I'm waiting in expectation, I'm pumping my joy pump. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. So while I'm waiting and my soul is in the dumps, I will rehearse everything I know about God. God is a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a promise keeper. He's a light in the darkness. He's a way maker. I'm looking for a miracle. Am I by myself in here? I expect the impossible. I feel the intangible. I see the invisible. I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the impossible. I can feel the intangible. And I see the invisible. The sky is the limit to what I can have. The sky is the limit to what I can have. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. I thought y'all were going to sing it. (laughs) Believe and receive it. God will perform it today. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. 
Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.